Welcome to Once Upon a Foolish Mortal. My name is Olanda. I am your host, your ghost host for this Disney podcast. Now, I wanted to name this podcast something that really resonates with me. I love all things spooky and I love Disney. So for me, Once Upon a Foolish Mortal was kind of the perfect name for a podcast. Um, you know, all the other good magical ones were <laughs> names were already taken and I just feel like this really suited me. So welcome to Once Upon a Foolish Mortal and this is just a place where we chill, um, talk about Disney and answer any of your questions which you can find me on social media. Um, my handle is at Olanda, O-H-H-L-A-N-D-U-H and you can ask me any questions there. So I am a Texas-based Disney adult, and whenever I refer to being a foolish mortal, just know that interchangeably, I'm going to use that term with a Disney adult. So if you're a Disney adult on here, you're a foolish mortal. <laughs> um, I was not able to be a um, a Disney child. I mean, in the sense, right, like that I didn't go to the Disney bubble. We were just a little, we didn't have enough money to do it. And the way I was able to be a Disney kid or Disney child was through VHS tapes. My grandma lived next door to us. She watched us all the time. So my family, my mom and dad could work. Um, and we were there just so much. And, and she would always have on a VHS Disney tape for us. And that's just really where a lot of my childhood upbringing and love for Disney kind of started. Now, once my grandma passed away, um, we were able to, this was a little over a year ago, we were able to take a Disney trip because we were all just kind of lost. And I just thought, how are we going to heal? How do we begin to heal? And we did so with a joint Disney trip with my sister and her family. And we were just really, truly out there trying to heal in Disney which is not the norm, right? You don't think of grieving, you don't, you don't um, think of Disney, but that's just out there what we were doing. And I remember going into the Magic Kingdom and I was just like, <gasps> you know, I was getting teary-eyed and, um, you know, just the little things that even going on some of the rides like Mad Tea, Port, Mad Tea Party or Dumbo, just really seeing these things as a kid on the TV, on um, commercials and just being like, I really want to go there. I really want to experience that. And then you're experiencing it. It just took you a really long time to do so. Um, but yeah, it just made me really emotional and thankful and grateful. And I got to see Disney through the eyes of a child. And at the same time, watch my kids experience Disney for their first time. And it was just a really beautiful thing. And a beautiful moment that I got to experience with my sister. And I wouldn't have had that any other way. So aside from loving Disney growing up, that's kind of how I entered the actual Disney bubble. Um, I've only been to Disney World, not Disneyland, which I'm hoping to take my first Disneyland trip this year to the Oogie Boogie Bash. I am more of a villains girly than like a Mickey not so scary <laughs> Halloween um, so I think that would be kind of just the perfect combination for me to go over there on my first trip to Disneyland um, during Oogie Boogie Bash. So if you've been there, let me know. Find me on socials. Tell me what you like, what you don't like. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear that. So that's just kind of my story. Uh, me and my husband took a solo trip in April. And by solo, I mean we went without the kids, which, hello, terrible parent, get that. 
um, <laughs> for all the parent shamers that are out there. Uh, we went for our anniversary, which our anniversary was in February, but we delayed it till April because we wanted to experience Tron Light Cycle Run. And we had the best time just really experiencing Disney um, because as a parent, when you go to Disney, obviously there's, you know, you put your kids' priorities above yours. So what they want to ride, what they want to eat, what they want to snack on. And we were just really able to do what we wanted to do, uh, ride the rides that we loved multiple times. And we were really just out there running around. Um, and it was amazing. It was beautiful. And in about 20 days, we'll be going with our kiddos. We'll be going on a family trip, staying at the Contemporary, which I'm so excited to be so close to Magic Kingdom. And um, yeah, they're gonna, we're gonna make sure that we're able to get them on Tron and just do all the Disney things. That's gonna be our big trip, and we are excited to do so. But um, as far as Disney goes, I have to say that probably. Obviously, Magic Kingdom has so much rides to offer, and that's in itself amazing. That's just not a one-day park if, if you really wanted to do all the things right. And um, I love Magic Kingdom, but I have to say that I think that Hollywood Studios, at least for me, um, definitely gives Magic Kingdom a run for its money in the sense that I love the ambiance that Hollywood Studios has to offer. I love walking down Hollywood Boulevard, hearing the old Hollywood music. Um, I like to listen to that and play in in my car. <laughs> I'm driving and I'm listening to to the the music from that park, and you know, experiencing Toy Story Land, which I think I was like five when Toy Story first came out, and so really just being able to see that um, it just kind of brings back these memories. And then my son since he was super young, has been a Star Wars fan. So by default, our whole family are Star Wars fans. And just really going to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and experiencing that and being just really immersed in what Batu has to offer is great. I mean, walking around there, hearing the, the, the ships and stuff that they have echoing and playing through the park from time to time, having the stormtroopers go out and <laughs> calling you rebel scum. It really is just a fun time. And I, I th yeah, that I really love that park. And I know a lot of people, it's not really their cup of tea. Maybe their kids are a little too young. Um, my kids are 12 and 10. So they kind of just, you know, they're older. So maybe that's why, you know, obviously one of them is really obsessed with Star Wars. And then, you know, my daughter really likes Tower of Terror sometimes, except for right before we're about to get on it. <laughs> You're like, I know my stomach's going to drop when I get on there. Um, but yeah, so my whole goal for this podcast is just to come on here to chat a little bit about Disney. I do not live near the parks. So I live in San Antonio, Texas. I'm a Texan. Um, I don't see myself moving to anywhere around Disney World or Disneyland within my lifetime. So um, how do you keep that magic alive when you're at home? And yeah, just some of the things that we love and know about Disney, whether that's movies, the parks, or how to keep the magic alive at home. This is just kind of an all-inclusive podcast. At least that's what I want it to be. Um, and so I wanted to talk a little bit about rides. <laughs> Let me talk about at least those two parks that I mentioned earlier. So Magic Kingdom, obviously my new favorite ride is Tron. I know a lot of people were disappointed in the fact that it is a shorter ride, but I think the queue itself really immerses you 
in the whole like Tron stepping into the grid, the buildup, right? It's it's there. And then the ride itself, I think it's fantastic apart from being shorter. Um, I do think it is a really great ride and it's mine and my husband's top right now. I'm interested to see where it ranks once my kids get on it. As far as their favorite ride right now, their favorite ride is Space Mountain. And yeah, I think, again, I think it will, I think it will take the number one spot for them, but we'll have to wait and see on that. And then as far as Hollywood Studios, I can't, I mean, it's Rise, Rise of the Resistance, right? Provided that it doesn't break down, um, it's Rise of the Resistance. I love, you know, just being able to step into the Star Wars um, world a little bit more so than what you're doing in Batu, right? Because it's more of like the one of the movie experiences is the Star Wars stormtroopers are in there. You have Kylo Ren in there. It's just really a great um, story that it tells and it's fun to be there and witness all that. So I think those would be like my top two rides. And yeah, I'm excited to know and see what yours are. So uh, again, this this podcast is going to be less informative, more chit-chatty. So hopefully um, as a fellow foolish mortal that you will enjoy this too. So um, one of the last things that I wanted to mention uh, is just kind of like how many times is going to Disney too many times. So although I don't get sick of it and I'm just kind of like, I want to be there every couple months. I just, I feel like I have a lot of time to make up for it. <laughs> I want to heal my inner child and go to Disney, but um, how many times is going to Disney too many, right? And, and maybe that's budget-wise. Maybe that's just like my husband. Like I feel like he would just get completely, completely sick of it um, after another time or two and need a little bit of a break from it. As to where me and my kids are just always like thinking about it and want to go and want to be there and want to be there as much as we can. Um, so. I have to kind of see what that looks like for me and my family post this trip in 20 days. So like, you know, is it going to just be me and the kids the following? Um, I do, I do love spooky season. So I want to make it a point to go out there during fall. Again, that might switch more towards Disneyland, which I kind of hate. I wish they had a little bit more of that at Disney World, just so I could finally do the whole annual pass thing because, um, Obviously, if I get my Disney World pass, I want it to be to Disney World, um, but then I'm going to end up taking a trip to Disneyland, you know. So, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Are you an annual pass holder? Um, I'm not one of these people who has been to Disney so many times. So if you are just, you know, planning on taking your first trip or maybe you've been a million of times, millions of times. Um, either way, you're not too little of a Disney adult or too much of a Disney adult to be here and be uh, listening to this podcast. All are welcome. So uh, thank you for listening to my first mini episode slash intro. I am your ghost host, Olanda, and thank you so much for being here. <laughs>